Welcome to Amberforth Manor, a comedy drama series created by Patrick MacDonald. Season 2, Episode 12, A New Sofa for Christmas, written by Jean Fairburn and Fiona Ritchie. Either it goes or I do. I'm telling you that if you don't get rid of this hideously old sofa before Christmas, I will be leaving you and returning to my family in Bulgaria. But Olga, this commodious and expensive sofa was made by England's finest craftsmen to accommodate <clears throat> the aristocratic behind. Oh, horse plops. You do not have an aristocratic behind. You have the baggy bottom of an old man. Oh, I say, darling, that is a bit cruel. I don't want to sit next to an old man like you when I'm watching the football team kicking their balls about on the pitch. Now, now, darling, that's not what married life is about. It's about sharing. And I have it on very good authority that five prize Aberdeen Angus Bulls went into the making of this sofa. Bulls? Yes, bulls. No bulls. Bulls have horns. Now I know why I'm suffering with these pokings in the bottom. The factory workers who made the sofa obviously forgot to cut the bulls' horns off, and they are still inside. Uh, no, 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 darling. Those pointy things sticking up through the leather are springs. Springs are wet. Oh, not this sort, dearest. In some furniture, like chairs and beds, springs are used to support your ample bum. Spirals of twisted metal then move up and down support you, like when a car travels over a bump. Oh, horse globs, Colonel. You do talk such rubbish. Springs are for the Rolls Royces of behinds. And as you know, my dear, it's the aristocratic bottom that is in most need of support. My dear... This sofa has springs fit for a Rolls Royce. You see, it's a aristocrats like me. Now, for the last time, I'm telling you, my dear husband, either that sofa goes or I do. Tom, what's Colonel's antique sofa doing outside? What's he going to sit on to watch TV? Oh, don't you be bothering about that old sofa. It's been condemned. It's off to the council tip if he can get that collection of spare parts to fire up and get his old van started. Oh, you mean his old hearse, I suppose. I wish he'd talk properly, Tom. As if the Colonel would really take his sofa to the tip. I hope you didn't move it, what with your bad back. Yeah, it's all her doing. Me ladies, that is. She says the springs have lost their spring and are sticking through the leather and poking her in the bottom. Well, they couldn't miss something that large, could they? Her abundant bottom couldn't miss anything. Oh, we mustn't be mean, but it is on the bounteous side. Anyway, him upstairs can't just dump that sofa. It's an artefact. It's seen more action than a fiddler's elbow. Artefact? Action? Well, what are you talking about? Hey, all I'm saying is that sofa's got tales to tell. Not histories, they're always doctored. No, I mean her stories. True stories that the folk who own them would pay good money for me to bury forever. Oh, that's classed as blackmail, dear. 
Mind you, an antique dealer friend of mine told me the sofa was sat on by Queen Victoria herself when she was carrying on with that filtered fella. Uh, uh, Brown, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Well, it's a shame the Colonel's going to dump it. If I sold what I knew to the tabloid gossip columns, I'd be worth a fortune. Oh, I'm not sure they'd be interested in who sat on that fusty fossil bit of furniture. Oh, imagine what I could do with all that money. Hang on a minute. You might be on to something, Eggs. Oh, I could live in a large house and have a dog and someone could cook for me. Have you looked down the back of the sofa recently, Agatha? Agatha? Hey, oh, um, what? Why? Well, there could be a fortune down the back of the sofa. Come on, let's have a rummage. I'll rummage you if you're being rude about my cleaning skills. Look, oh, oh I can feel some loose change. Oh, well, shove over. I'll have good feel round the other end. Oh, let's just lift the cushions. Oh, me they're heavy. Oh, that's years worth of dust making them so heavy. Oh, that and the paper clips and shirt buttons, bits of string and, um, oh, whatever's this? Ah, don't put that thing near me. Oh, what is that? You know that stuffed hamster the colonel loved, but me lady didn't. But the first too long. Oh, it's a hairpiece. Do you reckon my lady did it just to upset colonel? He was going on about it for ages. No, I wouldn't be surprised. Either way, when he finds out, there'll be hell to pay. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. Tom, Tom. Oh, listen to the colonel shout. I'd better go and see what the old skinflint wants. Oh, we can't send a dusty sofa to the tip. You know how people talk. Stand aside while I give it a good dust. Oh, that sofa, Tom, uh, was heavier than I thought. I need a drink. Oh, yes, well, Colonel, a man must have his little pleasures, I suppose. Always in moderation, of course. Well, uh, I, uh, I say, Tom, <laughs> yes, yes, very true. <laughs> we, uh, we mustn't forget the ladies either, Tom. <laughs> they all have their little, uh, their pecker, their pecker, oh, likes and dislikes. Why, Olga and I like to... I wasn't implying that my lady Olga gets drunk as a skunk every night. Well, not every night, some nights. No, stop rambling, Tom. Good heavens. What a sight. Now, now, Colonel, <laughs> let's keep our minds on higher things and concentrate on the job in hand, like uh, going to the pub down the road. <laughs> no, no, Tom. Over there at three o'clock. The answer to a prayer. Oh, oh, I see. For a minute, I thought... <laughs> you? Really, Tom? I thought better of you. Oh, look over there. Olga will love that furniture. It's smart and commodious, but better still, it's free. Oh, I don't think my lady wants a commode just yet, Colonel. Oh, I give up. You jabber such nonsense. Come on, quick, Tom, before someone else spies it and hauls it off. We'll take those two beauties home for Olga. Oh, no, I give up. <laughs> 
those chairs are gruesomely green and those velvet covers look as if a colony of moths has been living on them for years. Rubbish, Tom. Anyone can see that those armchairs are antique. Come on, let's load them up. Bargain or what, eh, Tom? Oh, blimey. Oh, did he looks like there's a settee back here as well. Oh, it must be my lucky day. Really? You're just swapping one pile of junk for another? Ah, but it's quality junk. Look at this. Someone's left a footstool. Oh, please stop looking. And a bookcase and... Oh, oh what's this? A sideboard. A board too. Now stop looking. Tom, Tom, there's a pair of bedside tables, a lampstand, a coat stand. Any hand stands while you're at it? Look at the stuff people have dumped here. Yeah, emphasis on the word dump. Lend me a hand, Tom. The faster we get this loaded, the sooner we can get to the pub. Oh, you can't be serious about all this stuff, surely? Well, um, the chairs, certainly. Oh, we've got to have something to rest our weary weevil backsides on. Ha-ha! <laughs> you could sit back and cherish the moment. <laughs> oh, good grief. Well, jokes are getting worse, Tom. You started drinking without me. Ugh. Okay, Tom, grab this. There's a good chap. Actually, Colonel, I couldn't share less about them. Agatha said just the other day that she thought she needed a bit more <laughs> in her life. Do you know she asked me if I'd mind if she bought a dog? What? Oh, pass me the other hideous chair. What? She never mentioned a dog to me. Let's load these beauties up and go and grab a drink. We surely deserve it by now. Are you sure these are fit for purpose? I can't see my lady falling for these. In a certain light, I swear you can see her moving. Well, just tell her ladyship that we paid extra for the massage benefit. Oh, you could tell my lady it's a German massage chair and call it hands. <laughs> Get it, Colonel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, very good. I think I understand why Agatha wants a dog. If it will keep you away from her. Come on, let's get going. They're back, everyone. Oh, dear. Hello, Olga, darling. I've got you a wonderful present, my little songbird. I've got you a pair of his and hers comfy armchairs, just like you ordered, and a matching sofa. No expense spared. If you think these moss-eaten relics are coming into my lovely house, then you are mistaken. Those chairs have rats and mice nestling in the insides and a legion of moths have eaten the velvet cushions away. But, Olga, darling, this, this furniture is antique. Antique? Horse-ploppings. You are lying to me, you old skin flint. Take this sofa and those chairs back to the council tip where you found them. Now, or I'll smack you around the choppers. Now, Calm down, stepmummy. You don't have to worry. Those chairs and that sofa will have to go back to the tip. Not because they're filthy dirty, a revolting colour, and have creatures living in them. No, they will have to go because they are not flame retardant. It's a matter of health and safety, and the law. Oh, I say, Miss Laurel, you are clever. 
Wait a minute. Of course they're flame retardant. I the label must have fallen off somewhere in the van. This is a nonsense, my love. I wish you would trust me on these um, technological matters. Look, you horrible little man. I'm getting very, very cross with you. I will tell you one more time. I'm not putting my bottom on those filthy chairs because I hear from your daughter, Laurel, they are retarded. Or it might be that they are meant to be retarded, but aren't. Oh, look, Colonel, I'll prove those chairs are flame retarded. Oh, I mean flame retardant. We'll get them out on the lawn and put them to the test. I'll douse them with petrol and apply a naked flame to them. We'll find that they won't ignite and flame up no matter how much petrol we pour onto their upholstery. In that way, we can prove that this beautiful old furniture is flame retardant and it can go inside and it's safe to sit on. Capital idea, Tom. Young Arthur, give Tom a hand to put our new furniture on the lawn and we can get on. Tom, are you sure you know what you're doing? Of course. There's nothing to worry about. I'll just pour a gallon or two of petrol over the arms. We don't want wet bottoms giving off petrol fumes, do we? Colonel, be careful. I don't think you should be lighting your pipe so close to the sofa. I wouldn't sit on that chair, Colonel. You're on fire. Quickly, someone pour that bucket of water over him. Cook, quickly, put him out. Oh, the flames are spreading with the water. Get a blanket, someone. Roll him in it. Um, you're fired. <laughs> your eyebrows are smouldering and so is your furniture. Give me your credit card. We can all go to that new furniture warehouse down the road and get a new, lovely three-piece suite. Oh, Olga. The Colonel was played by Ben West, Olga, Jackie Tevlin, Tom, Roger Ems, Laurel, Jackie Powell, young Arthur, Pete Warman, and Agatha Tina Yates. Sounds HCR Sound Library and freesound.org. Amberfall theme tune was taken from Mozart's Horn Concerto. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell Smith, Amberforth Manor was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire. <laughs>